There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Love Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the Lord. Got miles to go before we sleep. Lord, man, it's good and We will not go gently. We will unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. Hey, 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 coming down from the gallows and I don't have very long. another episode of the standard is the standard but it's a special episode because not only is lance williams joining me but also we have two-time super bowl champion and pittsburgh steelers great max starks joining us tonight to preview this upcoming afc gigantic matchup between the steelers and patriots max welcome to the show how you doing i'm doing good and it's a holly jolly holiday time so i'm looking forward to the show all right, well, let's get awesome, right into things. Awesome. Um, absolutely awesome, indeed. It's it's a good holiday season. Let's jump right into this game coming up because that's what everyone wants to talk about, even though the Steelers beat the Ravens last week, and that usually is the biggest game of the season, especially with them winning the division. But now you have the Patriots, you have Tom Brady coming in, and just to kind of throw a wrench into things, the Patriots lose to the Dolphins on Monday Night Football. Um, I guess my question for you, Max, is if you were to guess how the Steelers want to attack this Patriots a defense, do you think they're going to try to use Le'Veon Bell and run it down their throats, or do you think they're going to spread it out and throw the ball out, which seems to be the trend since they've come off the bye week? Well, when, when I look at this, I think, you know, Bill Belichick uh, is a guy, you know, he's, he's going to get Matt Patricia's grill this week because they had an absolutely poor showing defensively against uh, the Dolphins. So they're going to look to eliminate one player, from the team and then force everybody else to beat them. So I think the best remedy when you're looking at how this game is going to shake, I think it is going to be spreading the ball, but you're going to see a heavy dose of Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell missed the AFC championship game. He feels some type of way about that. uh, And I think he's, he's going to be on full display. Expect him to be in multiple locations, but the ball will get in his hands a lot, either via being a slot receiver or being in the back or motioning into the backfield. 
dialing it up eye formation style. I think you're going to see a heavy dose of Le'Veon, but I think it's going to be not in the traditional sense. It's going to be a lot of movement, and you're also going to see a lot of movement with the receivers as well because they tried to isolate they isolated uh, Antonio Brown during the AFC Championship game last year, and AB d- definitely does not want to be locked out again. So I think you're going to see him shifting a lot, seeing what type of motions um, will give you whether it's coverage will be man or whether it will be some type of zone coverage that they're switching off or if Malcolm Butler is going to be traveling with Antonio Brown the entire game. He did a great job last year against him, but this Antonio Brown looks reinvigorated and is just absolutely lighting up the NFL. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do that. But I think they are going to use a lot of multiple formations, a lot of different shifts and motions just to kind of tip the hat of what Matt Patricia and that Patriots defense is trying to do. I think if the Steelers go that route, I think we can all envision that the Steelers will have a lot of success moving the ball between the 20s. But me and Jeff have talked about it every year. You know, I'm sure you watch this team, and I'm sure this is something that you think about and have talked about. It's the red zone. When you're going up against the Billy, a.k.a. the Billy Goat and Tom Brady, you got to score touchdowns. What do you think the Steelers, or do you think the Steelers will have something special for the red zone? Or how do you think the Steelers will try to attack the Patriots in that red area? Well, look at that, how, how, um, how decimated that linebacker position is for the Patriots. I would, I would think that they're going to look to try and use Xavier Grimble and also try and try and get Jesse James, get them in positions. You know, Jesse James has been that tall target. He's starting to get, a little bit better of a rapport with Ben over the last couple of weeks, getting some big catches and big moments. So I would think that he would be the primary target when they get into that red zone, especially when you get five and in where that defense is compressed and you've got that 12th man, the back end line, working in your favor that you don't have to cover grass. I look for more of three tight formations and them trying to get the ball to the tight ends because they are tall guys, athletic, and Ben knows how to throw that jump ball in a place where they can go after it. And I don't think these linebackers can, can meet with them athletically, especially after the injuries they've taken. Aloha, I'm Clifford from Yamano Safeway. Can't decide what to eat? Whether it's lunch or dinner, you'll find a perfect meal in the Safeway Deli. Handcrafted sandwiches, fresh sushi prepared by our in-house chefs, signature salads, our famous fried chicken and tenders. Add a side like creamy mashed potatoes or mac and cheese, all fresh and ready to go every day. Stop by this week to get a hot deal on rotisserie chicken, only five eighty-eight each with in-and coupon. This is Clifford from Manoa Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Um, my question for you, that, and this will be my last offensive question, Max, is a player that's never played against the Patriots in his career, and he's definitely not been the explosive playmaker that fans expected, and that's Martavis Bryant. Um, he's a guy that everyone said they missed a lot last year with his year-long suspension. Antonio Brown was getting a lot of attention because he wasn't on the opposite side. He's underperformed or definitely been under, not, not uh, up to expectations this year. What do you expect from Brian? Do you think there's ever going to come a point where they're going to have him be a focal point of a game plan, or is that just gone by the wayside at, since his year-long suspension? I, I, I would say that plan is, not at the front of their minds. Um, not to say that's gone completely by the wayside. Um, just from the year-long suspension, I think some of some of the antics earlier this year also played a role in that. Um, and 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 I mean, and let's face it. I mean, when it's been big times, he's been fifty-fifty um, with being able to put that weight on his shoulders. I think he's still going to be a matchup problem, especially 
uh, early on uh, in possessions, especially when the Steelers, you know, are on their on their on their side of the field. But when he gets to the plus side of the field, you really don't see him targeted as much. And you also have to think Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be back, who's been that that steady, reliable number two guy. So if I'm looking at receivers, I'm thinking AB1, and then Juju is my second choice. And then if those guys start to have issues, then we look to Martavis. But you got Le'Veon as still uh, still a very viable option, plus the tight end. So uh, Martavis is in the mix. He's not going to be a focal point. I don't I don't think, especially with the way the rest of the uh, the rest of that receiving core is playing. The last offensive question I want to ask you. For, a Steel, for the Steelers to win, what does the stat line look like for Big Ben, Le'Veon Bell, and Antonio Brown? You know, I'm, I'm going to go with, for Ben, I think he's going to have to put up uh, the same numbers he did against the Ravens. I think Le'Veon's going to have to put up the same numbers as the Ravens. And you know what? I, I don't think AB is going to have to do that. I mean, it would be nice if he could to close, you know, 200 yards receiving. But I think that the way the Patriots are going to game plan against him, I don't think he'll be able to do that. But I think that a lot of receivers will be there. I think I think AB still has will still be in the 100 um, zone. So I think he'll be in the Century Mark Club. I think it's going to take like a Juju also being in the Century Club, and then possibly, you know, I even throw out there maybe Jesse James. I think the tight end position is going to be a focal point for both teams in this game. And so it wouldn't surprise me if Jesse gets in that area as well. And I think Chris Boswell, the fourth B of the killer Bs, um, is, is, going to, is going to have his work cut out. I think he's going to have to hit about three, maybe four field goals in this contest. On the defensive side of football. Go ahead, Lance. Go ahead. My vote. On the defensive side of football, in the famous words of Luke Campbell, get it, get it, get it, girl. I think the Patriots can get it any type of way that they want against a Steeler defense without Ryan Shazier. How do you think Bill Belichick and Tom Brady will attack that Steeler defense? Well, you know, when I'm, when I'm looking at the games, I'm looking at how Tom has done, especially in, you know, you look at some of the, some of the big games that they had, you know, you look at the blowout against Denver, you look at, how they played since week five of the season. Um, I think, I think it's going to be a heavy dose of Gronk. I think they're going to look to establish the run game early, um, depending on who it is at running back. I think Burkhead's done a, a really nice job and is becoming a favorite target of Tom Brady's. And then you have a healthy Chris Hogan. So you have that shifty guy that he's going to be looking forward to. We don't know what Danny Amendola's status is going to be yet. But, you know, you're going to look at a lot of quick passes, a lot of short slants, middle of the field. They're going to try and take advantage of the mismatch of Arthur Motes versus Gronkowski in those situations, or Vince Williams, depending on whoever draws him, which side he's lined up to. Because I just don't think there's a guy on the Steelers' defense at the linebacking level that can run with Gronk. And also, you have to think of Bennett. Bennett's that forgotten guy, and I think you're going to see a lot more two tight end sets because of that, a lot of split, and really forces defense to be spread out their hat when it comes to blitzing situations to force that pressure on Tom just because I think Cam Hayward and Stefan Tua can do a great job of applying pressure and TJ Watt and Bud Dupree do a great job but I think after watching this Dolphins film they're going to figure out a way to get the chips to get the body presence so that their offensive linemen aren't going to be exposed as much when it comes to those one-on-one situations and that they get a little bit of help 
I think Tom's going to be quicker with that trigger finger because he knows that his guys have the foot speed to get open in those short routes. Yeah, can you guys hear me? And I think, yeah, yeah. we got you. And I think, I think, I think Bud Dupree has been pretty poor for what everyone expects from a first round draft pick. Um, what is your what, what do you think when you see Bud Dupree? Do you think that maybe they should? A lot of people are talking about moving T.J. Watt to the left side only for a certain period of time and putting James Harrison on the right. Um, do you think that's a good idea, or do you think that Bud Dupree is just kind of like he's going to eventually break out? He just needs to have his big game. Yeah, I, th- I think he's eventually going to break out. I don't think he's at Jarvis St- Jones status yet, um, but I think that he still has you know some growing to do. I think. He's had flashes. He's had moments. But, uh, yeah, I do think, especially in a game like this, that you have, to, you have to deploy more James Harrison into the contest because there's a natural fear factor for those offensive linemen when you see 92 across from you with that black visor. And you need a little bit of that mystique in this contest, especially when it comes to trying to affect pressure and trying to get guys second-guessing so you can get to Tom because I think Tom is going to be a lot faster – on his releases and his decisions after that Miami game where he kind of held the ball a little bit longer and he allowed that pressure to get to him. And, and the Dolphins did it fast and often. And I don't think there's still the same degree of guys on the back half of this defense. And that's where you have to rely on that pass rush to help you out. And you need to get a guy in there who has the pedigree, who has the experience. And obviously, you know, he's still healthy. He's still warming out with his shirt off uh, in, in cold weather. So, I think I think it's time to, you know, take the shackles off of James and let him start to develop and get ready for the playoff run. And I think it starts against the Patriots. You know, Max, in the past we've talked about preparation and going through the playbook and practicing the plays during training camp and so on and so forth. Do you think that the Steelers have kept anything tucked away and close to the vest that they'll bring out specifically for this game against the Patriots? I think so. I I can speak offensively. I think you're going to see a surprise from them to start this game. I think it's going to be very similar to Minnesota last year. If you guys remember when they went no huddle five wides and really just confused um, what um, Minnesota's defense was trying to do. And I think they're going to come up with something very similar to that because they're going to be expecting back in the backfield, been under center, three wide receivers, or two wide receiver set, tight end with a fullback motion. And they're going to have to do something that's going to be drastically different just to get them off kilter for the beginning and that they're thinking about it the rest of the game. I, that, that's my say because I haven't seen it since then. And I think this is a perfect opportunity to do that. Okay, Max. <clears throat> Time to get down to brass tacks here. I'm curious to just think, uh, you know, obviously you played for the Steelers. Uh, you're very much a fan favorite in the Steel City. Um, your unbiased opinion, how do you see this game playing out? What's your prediction uh, for winners, losers? And if you give us a score, that would be awesome too. Oh, and, and you know, it's funny. Lance was asking me about this. And I've been thinking long and hard about this. And I think um, given the two quarterbacks that are there, the uh, skill – be available for this game on both sides of the ball. I am looking that this is going to be 
uh, easily a mid-30s scoring game. I would probably go with a very similar score to last week. I'm looking at it's probably going to be like 38-34 for my Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> oh, well, if it's 38-34, that's fireworks. Like uh, Mike Tomlin said a couple of weeks ago, hey, Max, we want to let you go. want to thank you for coming on to the program. And uh, happy holidays to you and the family. All right. Happy holidays to you guys. Talk to you later, Lance. Thanks, Max. All right. Well, hey, that's awesome. Whenever we can get a two-time Super Bowl champion to come on the show, um, that big props to you, Lance, for getting that hooked up. I know that you know Max personally, and uh, we appreciate that. I'm sure our listeners appreciate that. I um, want to tell those that are listening live on Blog Talk Radio right now, um, or if you're listening on iTunes even the day after, uh, make sure you go over to our YouTube channel or on the iTunes channel, find the next Standard is a Standard episode, and Lance and I are going to give you a more thorough breakdown of what we think is going to happen on this Sunday night game. Uh, Lance, anything to say before we break it off here and head over to YouTube? Stay tuned. <laughs> Couldn't say it any better. We'll see you next time. Go steal it. Hey folks, Dirk Bentley here. If you've seen one of my concerts, you know I'm all about energy. Performing, recording, traveling, being a husband and a father, it's a busy life, and I need to be 100% every day. So when my battery starts running low, I grab a sugar-free, vitamin-packed, five-hour energy shot. It tastes great, and it gets me back to 100% fast. Try it. It could work for your busy life, too. For more information, visit 5hourenergy.com. My name is Spencer Hall. My name is Jason Kirk. My name is Ryan Nanny. And when we combine, we form the, the Shutdown, Shutdown Fullcast. Fullcast. I keep telling you, we're not Fultron. The Shutdown Fullcast is technically a college football podcast, but it's also a show about lawn care disasters, regional grocery stores we love, Tennessee Batman, homeowners associations, Bears and video games. I mean, there's also some actual football discussion, like about coaches having huge contracts or coaches making terrible decisions or coaches saying really stupid things. Or the NCAA saying really stupid things. Yeah, there's lots of stupid things in this big, dumb, beautiful sport. Sometimes we talk about football games. Allegedly. If you want to take college football exactly as seriously as it deserves to be taken, come find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts like this one. The Shutdown Fullcast. It's not Voltron.